What's up, y'all? Welcome to Around Our Hype. My name is Ron. Uh, this is the Art of Creating Yourself, a place where artists and creators get to share their unique perspectives on how they create the art that they create every day. I'm here with Chanzi. Chanzi, what's up, my guy? How you feeling? Hey, what's going on? What's you, Ron? How you feeling, man? We good. We good. We just wanted to remind people to subscribe to the platform, like, follow, do whatever you got to do to support us. You know, we here pushing out content pushing out perspective, changing narratives, right? But besides that, um, this is a platform where we like to give the artists and the creators the chance to give their own introduction. So tell me who you are, what you're doing, where you're from. Okay, so <clears throat> I go by the name of Chauncey Jones, baby, and I'm from Oakland, California. You know what I'm saying, bro? Uh, by way of Chicago, that's the uh, birthplace. You know what I'm saying? Um I'm a singer, songwriter, rapper, you know, just, just out here living my best life, man. <laughs> singer, songwriter, rapper, originally from the shy, you said, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So what brings you to the town? Man, honestly, uh, I've been I've been here since I was like a little kid. Uh, okay. Pops moved us out here because uh, <clears throat> of work. So, you know, we, we, we did that at an early age. I'm, I'm the oldest of three, so... You know, kind of like it was weird moving around, but we we kind of landed in Oakland. So I've been out here in the Bay ever since, for real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad place to land. Not a bad place to land. You know, a lot, <laughs> a lot of culture in this zone. A lot of culture. Man, most definitely, bro. I love it out here. I be trying to leave. I don't think I can leave. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody always want to leave the Bay, like, but leaving the Bay is like weird to me because. I left the Bay, and, like, the first thing I thought about is coming back. Yeah. And, like, when I left, I was so ready to leave. And, like, literally, like, the day I left, I was like, all right, I got to get back. You don't realize that not everywhere is like the Bay. Like, you can – I say this all the time, and I say this on this platform all the time. Nowhere is like the Bay, but you don't realize it until you step out of the Bay and you live somewhere else. Yeah. And, and that's definitely real. <laughs> it's definitely real. Like, it's not the Bay, so – I feel like even if people leave, they always gravitate. They always gravitate towards somewhere that's maybe not the bay, but feels like the bay. Yeah, yeah. They. It's it's funny because like you know in like big metropolitan areas, mm-hmm. you know everybody has like their own culture, like what they're known for and stuff like that. And then like I feel like the bay is one of those places we've always had our own culture. Everybody still mm-hmm. knows us for like the hyphy and stuff like that. But I feel like we evolved so much. And people are still trying to like grasp, like to like what we do out here is crazy. It's really crazy. <laughs> they really try to bottle it up and like pour it into their they own little sense, and it's like that's just the culture. Like we can't. Yes, <laughs> it really is. Yeah. You brought a picture for us today, right? Yeah. Where, where's this at? What, what's this mean to you? All right, so uh, <clears throat> that's in that's in Oakland. That's in East Oakland, like right off the. Um, 580 West exit of MacArthur High, MacArthur High Street. I grew up, like, literally, like, a block over on Daisy and Calaveras. That was, like, uh, my neighborhood for, like, the longest of time. And, um, I like, the reason why I brought this picture is because when I used to, like, walk to the bus, you know what I'm saying, like, going to school and every every morning, stuff like that, I'd see it. I And I'd be like, yo, like, that's cool. Like, that's tight. Like, damn, like, difference. But it doesn't have the eye there. And then, like, you know, some cash shit, I was like, oh, because I'm supposed to be different. You feel me? Well, like, he, like, you see stuff like that, and you would think that's what, like, what, I guess, like, um, invoke those thoughts. Mm-hmm. But I looked it up one day, and that's what it actually meant. It was, it was like, you're supposed to be the difference. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of, like, took that and, like, stuck with it. Like, within everything I do, like, if I'm a rap, I'm not going to sound like the average rapper from out here if i'm a singer i'm not gonna try to sound like you feel me like the r&b singers that did their great thing in the past you feel me i'm gonna try to always do everything different now if i fail that's on me but you feel me at least i know i'm different trying something else you feel me so Mm. that's where that's really why i like that picture and you feel me and it's home too so you know what i'm saying like it just reminds me like of being back over there eating gas station chinese food and all types of shit you know what i'm saying bro like Nah, that's, real. <laughs> that's real that's real and you talk about kind of like being i guess you being different specifically you know what do you think that your culture and your environment growing up in east oakland 
actually contributes to the type of art you made today? Yeah, so <clears throat> specifically, like, that neighborhood, like, I call it, it's, it's funny because, like, um, where where I stayed, I stayed, like, right behind Mills College. So, like, you could technically call it the 50s or, like, you could call it, like, the hillside of seminary. So I used to, like, me and the homies, we used to just call it, like, Millside because it was, like, it was right behind Mills College and, like, Mills Hobies are, like, two minutes away. So, like, you feel me? Like, we used to just call it that on some cash shit. But you feel me? Like, I felt like it was different because, like, that neighborhood specifically was, like, the – it was East Oakland, but it was, like, the starting of, like, the hills or, like, the heights area, if you will. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you like on one side, you see, like, you know, all the street shit. Then the other side, like, you'd be like, oh, damn, like, it's beautiful homes. You know what I'm saying? Like, people walking their dogs outside, you feel me? Looking a little different, you feel me? So, I was just like, okay, like, it always gave me that perspective of, like, okay, like, you can walk amongst both lives, you know what I'm saying, and still be yourself, you feel me? And I was like, okay, well, technically, I guess that kind of makes me different because I know how to interact with both parties, with both types of people, you know what I'm saying? And... Yeah, pretty much. That's really why I like I mess with like that that area and that neighborhood for real, for real. That's like a two sided coin almost, right? But I'm like, you on like the same side though. Like you looking around, you got, you know, like you said, the street stuff going on over here, and like the other people walking their dog over on this side, and they damn near on the same like two three streets, bro. Straight up, <laughs> it, it was it was very interesting growing up over there. It's like okay, like. You can't, you can't necessarily, I didn't want to seem like, you feel me, one of those people that was just trying to take on to like the negative shit. Like, even though it was a lot of negative stuff going on around, like, I didn't want to be one of those people. So I just personally decided myself that I'm going to stay away from the bullshit. And you feel me, like, kind of focus on music. Mm -hmm. I wanted, you know, I always wanted to be an entertainer. I wanted to be an actor as a kid, though. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got into the music in high school. And you feel me, like, Kind of around the same time I moved to this neighborhood, <clears throat> you feel me? I live like in hella different parts of Oakland and stuff like that. Like saying, you know, seeing that uh, I moved around a lot as a kid, so you feel me? But kind of during that time period, I started rapping. You feel me? I couldn't really sing, you know. The puberty thing happened, fucked up the vocal cords. You feel me? But <laughs> we back. You know what I'm saying? That's funny. That's funny. I never heard that before. Cause yeah, I guess. You would think about it because if you you start music at a young age, you hit like the, I don't know, like maybe like the Michael Jackson, you know, like his his voice did a whole one eighty, but he had to learn how to sing as like a what is it, a growing man through puberty because he was a child star, and like you know a lot of people pick up music later and then you know either work out their singing on their current voice, but how many people had to change their voice to sing? when they used to maybe able to sing as a kid, you know? Trust and believe me, I understand their pain, bro. <laughs> like, oh, mom was, bro, I swear, like, it, it's funny. Uh, I used to sing a lot as a kid, and I really could hit, like, the higher notes. Like, I can hit some high notes now, but I really, I try to be comfortable, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I really try yeah. to exercise that, that mm -hmm. vocal cord like that, you know what I'm saying? because yeah. <laughs> you you try one you try a higher octave you know you might not come back down you might <laughs> mike come on bro you might be stuck there you feel me you might be stuck there but no that's what's up no. all right so now we're gonna get into a little bit about the the creative kind of like artistic mentality that i was kind of referring to and kind of explore like what it takes what, what you think about when you you know make your art right mm -hmm. all right so as an artist, do you think you need to be aware of like the history of like where maybe the type of music comes from or like the sound of music comes from or the history of like music in itself to be able to make good art? What do you think? <clears throat> personally, I want personally I do want to say yeah, because that's mm -hmm. how I came up. But mm -hmm. I, I really don't feel like you have to. Like I feel like because art is a form of self-expression, right? So, you know what I'm saying? You, you you get into, like, certain bags. You try certain things. Like, you feel me? Some people want to be painters, but they didn't look at, like, Jean-Michel. You know what I'm saying? They didn't look mm -hmm. at Picasso and people like that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you don't really got to go, like, go, like, do your history. But I feel like the great artists do their history. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, it, it's 
it's funny because I was really like, I was talking to the homies the other day. They're like, yo, like you rap. And a lot of my earlier stuff <clears throat> was like, I didn't really curse a lot. You feel me? But like, if you, if you talk to me in public, I'm always cussing. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But it's just like, I feel like I wanted the public representation for myself to not be that. I don't, you know, you feel me? And then mm. at the same time, though, correlation to that, my mom's kind of was like, if you're going to make music, don't cuss because I'm not going to listen to it. And like, she put me on a like heavy D and like the old school cats and they made songs about not cussing and shit like that. So yeah. I was like, well, if they can do that and actually be cool and sell records, then you feel me? Maybe I don't have to do that too. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But like, I kind of feel like you definitely have to like hone in on your craft and like study like the greats and like, mm. and like your, um, in your art for surely and i know that's just like hip-hop but like you feel me like it is what it is music is music bro like i i, I promise you all great artists listen to like different stuff and and that's and that's where it's me because if you listen if you listen to like let's say like wayne for example bro like back in the day when he did how to love and stuff like that okay and he's over there like kicking it with like Willie Nelson and like all these country singers and stuff like yeah. that. It's, you just like, well, like you wouldn't expect that, right? You feel me? But it's just like, yeah. bro, he's great. He's one of the greatest to ever do it, if not the greatest to ever do it. So you feel me? He, he put in, he put in his work, bro. Like you feel me? Like he paid his dues. Mm-hmm. He did what he had to do, and you feel me? It's Wayne. You know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> I, I really, I really feel like you definitely got to, but you don't. You know what I'm saying? You don't at all. Yeah. We gonna see it though. We gonna know this. We gonna know this. <laughs> yeah, cause that's cool too. Cause you can see, like, if you if you listen to like the early parts of rap, like you said, like the Chuck D, or you know, maybe like the I don't know if you want to go as far as like the Will Smith, right? A lot of that early rap didn't curse. It was just what it was. Like you didn't have to, right? It wasn't. I'm not gonna say it's mandatory now, but if if you ain't got the little e next to like what you spitting people are going to look at it funny you know that's just that's just what it is but i guess you can say the type of art you listen to right the type of history you go back and listen to actually affects what you create today in ways you wouldn't even know until you like look back at it i feel like if you look back as well too like that's and that's an interesting point you you brought up will smith Mm -hmm. because like I think he was the first rapper to like win a Grammy or whatever like that. And he didn't cuss, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, okay, like you, you see that. And then like, you see how exciting it was like when three, six mafia won Grammys and like, Mm -hmm. you feel me? It's just like, it's it's a whole complete different thing. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, you know, like nowadays, like, you know, all the current rappers that are winning Grammys and stuff like that. It's just like, yo, like the culture is really, like changed and reformed mm-hmm. into such a thing that I, I really don't know where it's gonna go, but I feel like I'm gonna be a part of the next, like you feel me, that next bracket of award-winning artists just because even if it's not me on the mic rapping like my pen, I feel like I, I know how to paint pictures and like tell stories with it because it mm-hmm. still is art, you feel me? Like, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I know that was kind of like off topic or whatever. No, you good. <laughs> nah, that's part of it though like storytelling is part of it and like you know storytelling is present history like we talked about past history but storytelling is present history you know so like how do you think how important do you think telling this present history is and knowing what styles are maybe like more popular now or popping now or like types of song structures or instruments is important to or how important do you think that is to success as an artist Sully, bro, I feel like <clears throat> you, okay, art doesn't happen without revolution, and art doesn't happen without, you feel me, uh, I don't want to say systematic oppression, because you feel me, I feel like that's just fucking America, just like in general, and I don't want to get into too much of that, <laughs> but like, I feel like yeah. you, like, you have to tell what the times is going through, like, you feel me, like, you you heard, like, within the last two years, all the stuff that was like popping off, like on social medias and stuff like that, was stuff related and involving the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to be updated and relevant with the times because not only does it um, speak to what people are going through, you know what I'm saying? 
it also helps tell stories and document stuff. Everything is a part of history. And it's, and art really helps write the history for real, for real. Like, like, yeah, you know, you can have situations to where like, um, let, let's say we didn't have any music or like um, any, any comedians talking about um, the pandemic. Like it, like it just never happened. You, you'd be kind of confused, right? Yeah. It'd be a weird time. It, 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 it would be very weird. It, you, you just wouldn't understand. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, okay, two chains got, you know what I'm saying? The album he did in the pandemic talking about with the one song with Mulatto, I, I forget the name right now. Then you got like comedians doing shows in the pandemic, like Kevin at his house. And it's just like, okay, like, okay, all these things that are art related kind of help people go through those, you know what I'm saying? Go through that mm-hmm. time. And now that we're looking back on it, even though it's like, you feel me, like a year or like a few months ago, you feel me, you still like, dang, like that, I, I still can resonate with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I it's feel like a stamp. Bro, you understand? Yeah, yeah. It's re- it's it's really important. It's really important. You can't. Yeah, I really stand on that. You can't have art <laughs> without without being relevant and within the times. Mm. Like straight up. Yeah, that's the same story, bro. But I mean, shit. It's how you tell the same story. You feel me? Disney comes up with the same story <laughs> over and over again, but people gonna watch it. Because they uh, yeah. updated and it makes sense yeah. to them. Mm-hmm. That master marketing, you know how know how to spin it from a different perspective and throw different types of characters in there. You know, same storyline, same type of story. You know where it's going. You know how it's ending. But they they giving you different characters and different details and different twists. You know, keeping you entertained. Like you said, at the end of the day, entertainer. You know, if you ain't entertaining somebody. You know, you might not be doing your job, but if you you can keep it entertaining and you can tell a story, you're a master marketer. Straight up. You got to be able to tell a story, bro. It's art. That's why people tune in. That's why people, you know what I'm saying, love it. That's why people want to be a part because, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's something so unique and special that a person did to really, like, capture the time period and capture the essence, the essence of that time period and really just, not not even like the time period too. It could just be like something simple as the culture. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, like, yeah, it's it's crazy, bro. I love art. <laughs> it, it, it's one of those things, bro. Like, yeah, like I feel weird talking mm-hmm. to people that don't like art, and specifically, I feel even weirder when I listen when I listen to people talk and they don't like music. Mm. I, I just don't get it. It's like, how do you not like, <laughs> like, do you, are you, you're not one of those people that be in the club. Like, I'm pretty sure you are. So like, how do you not like music? You feel me? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I just don't understand it, but that's not for me to understand. <laughs> yeah. I'm here to create the art. <laughs> nah, that's facts. You know, you're, you're the medium, you're the instrument to, to storytelling. It's like, I get that. Kind of going back to what you were saying, I get the the content about what people like stamp and storytell is kind of what goes on in their day-to-day life, right? And that's how history is made. That's how art kind of stamps history or kind of like records history, right? Exactly. But how does how do you think the pandemic now I'm just thinking about it, how do you think the pandemic has changed like how people create art? You know, like maybe not the content, like uh, everybody's going to get off a of, COVID-19 bar, like a pandemic bar, like a pandoranium or like Corona, whatever it was. If you made music in the last two years, you got one of those bars off, period. But <laughs> has your how changed? Like, have you adjusted in how you create the art you made just because, like you said, now now it's a whole different culture. Now things are just changing logistically, like how people put out music, what type of shows people go to, what you got to do to go to a show. Like things like that. So, you think how the art change is different? You know, I feel like um, <clears throat> specifically geared toward the pandemic, mm-hmm. right? Art 
And, and you're right. A lot of people got off the COVID nineteen <laughs> coronavirus bars, bro. Like I ain't gonna lie, I even did with myself. Then, yeah, you know what I'm saying? like. <laughs> You got to get off the COVID. I would have been saying something if you did it. Like, I'd be like, that's cap. That's cap. I know you did. You ain't got to lie. Like, you got to have a few COVID bars in the tuck. No, for sure. But but I feel like um, one of two things. And I may offend people. I don't really care. Okay. But either made people real lazy with their art or made people impeccable with their art. No in between, no in between. Like, and if you were trash before the pandemic started, mm. you're probably ten times better now if you really took it serious. Mm. And if you were just like lazy with it during the pandemic, it's for sure gonna show. Mm-hmm. It's for sure gonna show. Yeah, because think about it like this: a lot of people got laid off. A lot of people had time to themselves. Yeah. A lot of people panicked, mm-hmm. and a lot of people were in their head. Now, what happens when artists are in their head? Either they come up with the, some of the dopest shit they ever made in their life, mm-hmm. or it's just complete bullshit. Now, I don't judge anybody's art because your art is your art. Mm-hmm. But again, we all know <laughs> we're not going to sit up here and fake the fun. Like, if I put out something, if I put out something, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is the hardest thing I ever made. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, bro, this shit is stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, this is completely trash. You can't, you can't even like, I'm not even sure if I wanted to listen to the next one that you made. Like, you feel me? Like, it's it's so garbage. It's like, okay, that's the reflection of me during that time period. But it's just like, mm-hmm. okay, if I come out with some introspective stuff and makes you think and it, and it resonates with the soul, then it's like, okay, obviously in the pandemic, bro must have been doing some soul searching or something or mm-hmm. reading or something trying to get more into a bag of creating something that can reach and teach, and you feel me, and resonate with people. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I really feel I really feel that way. It's either trash or it made you 10 times better. And, like, for the artists that it made better, good job. Like, <laughs> like good job. Thank y'all, because now I'm listening to y'all like, yo, like, this makes me want to be better. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like, that's really how I feel about the pandemic and, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. like art, for real, for real. Yeah, because people had a lot of time, like you were saying. And, like, time creates pressure either one of two ways. You know, you're either going to do one of two things on the pressure because you're going to step up or you're going to fall down, right? And for a long time in early days of the pandemic, like, early, maybe, like, second quarter of 2020, like, from March until, like, I don't know, March until like September, really, nobody dropped for like a cool six months. Like, <laughs> there was some people who were artists going into the pandemic or like right before it started and then like pandemic hit and they stopped making music. They had all the time in the world, but they stopped making music. And literally abundance of time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy. I feel like my story with the pandemic, because I know we all got one, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I had a regular old nine to five mm-hmm. and my thing my thing was this. I worked at like a uh, like a bar slash bowling alley slash arcade slash restaurant, right? And you mm-hmm. feel me? I was just I was a host there, right? Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes I did service. Some, but I was a host. But one day they had me do some janitorial shit. And you feel me, I this story, this I'm, I'm humble, so I, I I can say I can say this shit. Don't care if I get judged for it. It was a drunk dude. Mm-hmm. They like, yo, uh, somebody got to go clean that up off the bathroom floor. They like, yo, have me do it. I'm like, all right, not thinking nothing of it. They like, yeah, some shit on the floor. Yeah, go pick that up. I'm like, oh yeah, for sure, it's good. Like, you know, I'm thinking it's like toilet paper or something like that. Somebody try to clog down the toilet. It was literal, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, never again in my life will I do this. Like, <laughs> and, the, and I feel like it, like God works in mysterious ways. The pandemic, literally I said that. Mm-hmm. The pandemic happened. I haven't went back to that job ever since, dude. Like, I was like, you know what? Yeah, this is a sign for me to take my art serious. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like on that day, Chauncey was really born. Like he was here, but he was reborn. Man, 
Really though, I I had so much stuff lined up. I was gonna do South by that that year, come back, open up for Mac Mall, do a few other shows, mm-hmm. and like really just keep shit going. But the way the pandemic happened and set everybody up, it was kind of like time to reflect. Mm-hmm. And and what I had to do was really like reflect on my art and the stuff I was putting out. And I was like, you know what, like. I got to make that transition. I got to be, you know, like, I guess not brave because we're brave every day putting out our own art mm-hmm. and our, our own products that we try to, you know, give to the world. But I feel like I really had to sit there and say, you know what? <clears throat> Chauncey Jones as a brand is not just a rapper for real. I'm here to make music for soul. I'm here to make music for people to feel good. I want to make people feel happy because everybody sometimes needs, you know what I'm saying, a positive light in their life. And they may not have that for real. And I'm like, okay, this is why I really started making music, to make people, you know what I'm saying, forget their problems in the moment. And when they get back to it, hey, the situation's not so bad. I know I'm into some shit right now, but you feel me? It's going to be better days. You feel me? It's not the end of the road for me. You feel me? So, like, I was like, man, I got to get back to that. You feel me? Like, I got to get back to that. So, like, now a lot of the stuff I've been doing, like, I've been kind of, like, making music for people to have fun. Mm. But also at the same time, I want, like, in in some later projects, I'm not going to talk about it right now, but Mm -hmm. in some later projects, I'm going to have people really feel like, you know what? Like, I'm really, I'm really him. I'm her. Like, you feel me? I I don't... Man, like... I don't know what I was thinking about myself, but I know yeah. I'm worth something. You feel me? Like mm. that's that's really that's really what I want to do in the music game. You feel me? Like mm. I want to I want to bring that aspect because you feel me. I understand what sells, what mark, what the markets are. Mm. But hey, I know I'm not that. Like I told you earlier, you feel me? I used to walk past that different sign every day. I used to see you feel me, white people walking their dogs on one side of the street. And then you feel me, some young people getting robbed on the other. So it's just like, all right, me knowing that, me seeing those things, it's like, I just got to be, I got to separate both sides and just make music for all. Because you feel me, once it touches all people, then you feel me, I know we'll all be like, at least somewhat okay. I know I can't save the world, (laughs) you feel me, but I can try, right? (laughs) Nah, that's real though, like. You understand that music music gives you hope you know like some people some people gotta make what they feel and if what you feel is trying to you know bring hope into this world or trying to make people feel better than you know what they might be going through because they know the rain gonna stop eventually and you can just remind them every now and then like We've all been at that point where we understand that we might be having like one of the worst days, but we 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 on shuffle or something, and we play this song, and like the days just get better for no reason. Nothing else happened but that song, but your perspective just shifts back a little bit. And you're like it could be worse, and it could always be worse. That's something my mom used to tell me. I think she used to tell me that shit though, just because you know, like. As a kid, you kind of, yeah. I want that extra fruit snack, but I can't have it right now. <laughs> no, I'm messing with you. But, like, you feel me? Like, it's always, yeah. bro, that was like one thing like that I took away from my childhood, for real. Mm-hmm. Always think about the positive in the negative situation. Like, for real, for real. Because you feel me? You could really be almost in turmoil mm-hmm. and literally think about the one thing that you have that's going to pull you back up to the top. Like, it's real. Depression is real. You know what I'm saying? Like, anxiety is real. All these things, all these mental health things are real. And people don't talk about it, but it's okay because at the end of the day, if you have one person in your life or, like, one thing that you can hold on to, you feel me? And, and I'm not saying that And I'm not saying that in the sense of, like, you know, something, like, tangible. Like, if, mm-hmm. if I don't have it, I, I know I won't make it through the day. But, like, no, like, if you have something, like, yo, like, damn like for me it was my grandmother she was a positive light in my life like mm-hmm. even though she's not here with us you feel me but i think about her it's just like okay <clears throat> man she would be like nigga stop tripping and get on your shit you feel me so it's just like damn like yeah you need those things 
And you feel me? I try to I try to be that for people within the music. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's real. That's really you know. Um, but you were talking about earlier, like you you weren't going back to no more of that little janitorial shit, right? Like you decided that you was gonna build Chonzi up, right? You were gonna you decided that this you know alias this pseudonym was gonna be you. Like I, I'm putting energy into this, so. How much energy do you put now into your alias, your personal brand, right? And how much do you put into, you know, who you were born as and life outside of art and life outside of music? It, it's so funny because uh, <clears throat> as of recently, I I call what a uh, what do I call it? I'm doing normal stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing life. <laughs> doing life things. You know what I'm <laughs> Went to the grocery store, did <laughs> <You're right. laughs> Oh, the show, bro. But, but I feel like, uh, yeah, Tanzi's always, like, it's always been, like, a key part of my life because it's me. Like, when, when you hear me on a song or in a music video, be like, yeah, this is Tanzi Jones, baby. You feel me? Like, mm. just talking my shit is because that's really how I be feeling inside all the time. Mm. And, you know, it's just that outlet for me to do that. I can't really, you know, it's it's certain times you can't just smooth talk your way through everything. You got to be, you know, like on, on your normal shit, right? <laughs> but it's okay. like, man, like that's, that's really how I be feeling all the time. Like I just be feeling like, man, a smooth criminal from the set, 70s in the black exploitation film mm. or something. I don't know, man, but man, I just, I just really feel like, uh, that key part of my personality kind of helped me um, be a better person too. Cause you feel me? Um, I'll, I'll say this separating the art from uh, every day. Mm-hmm. At first it was a struggle for me because I wanted, I wanted everybody to know me for the art. Cause I'm like, the art is me, but I feel like I was trying to shove it down everybody's throat when they were just like, bro, just be yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, we fuck with you for you and that's gonna have us fuck with the music and i'm just like well yeah i get that but listen to my music right <laughs> yeah, that's real but but nowadays it's like i don't show that shit down nobody throat like if you want to listen to my shit you want to listen to it but like if you fuck with me as a person i feel like that's even that's even better because now you have a you have a person that you know it's like okay yeah He's an artist at the end of the day. He's an entertainer. I, all I got to do is go on his Instagram. If he says some funny ass shit, you feel me? I don't need to listen to a song today. What he said resonated with me. You feel me? Like, or if I go on there and say like some uh, motivational stuff, like people don't need to listen to a good day in the O. They, they can just go on there and listen to one of my motivational talks and be like, damn, bro, he, he was talking that shit today. And you feel me? I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's also part of my job as an entertainer, too. Like, you always got to, I guess, like, not even, like, be, like, a shining light in people's lives, but you definitely have to be there to entertain people, which is, like, a positive light, if that makes sense. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it could be in a negative or it can be in a positive way. But our our jobs, and I feel like people get that or, like, don't even know that, you feel me, to an extent, especially Mm -hmm. out here in the Bay. I feel like the Bay is like, um, <clears throat> I got to choose my words carefully. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck what people think, but wait, let me, let me chill when I'm talking about the Bay, because, you know. Right, <laughs> bro, I'm talking about home. We was talking about that earlier. Like, hey, I got to go outside and still see everybody. Yeah, <laughs> like, he was talking <laughs> crazy on the pod. Be in the studio, like, hey, bro, you just said that. Oh, man, yeah, like. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure, but, uh. But yeah, I feel like being out here in the Bay, like we we like one sound, and it's cool because I like it too. It's home, mm-hmm. you feel me. But like when when you see people on publications, they don't really know how to express themselves, mm-hmm. and it's and it's and it's weird for me to see that because it's just like okay, like we're so expressive within our music and our music videos and shit like that, and like people are quick to get on the internet and talk shit. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like actually doing interviews, it's like that part of the entertainment side isn't really like clicking you feel me it's like mm-hmm. it, it's it's just weird to see that i feel like <clears throat> and i'm not discrediting nobody you know what i'm saying get yeah. out of the lift, for real, for real but 
I feel like as an entertainer, if if what you preaching is what you preaching and you actually live that for real, then be that at all times. I'm not saying be a monster or be a gorilla at seven o'clock in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah. you don't gotta be rah rah all the time. Yeah. Like, but if that's what you are, stand on that shit. You know what I'm saying? If you got your principles and your morals. You feel me? Stand on that, mm-hmm. right? If you about having a good time, have a good time. You feel me? I can attest to, you know what I'm saying? Me me being outside and the people that do know my brand and my personality and be like, why is Brian acting weird? Like, why is he not talking to nobody? And you feel mm-hmm. me? Maybe I'm really just having a badass day and I don't want to be Chauncey Jones in that moment. Yeah. You feel me? I'm trying to be normal. But you mm-hmm. feel me? Like, like I feel, I, I really feel as, as if we got to, you know, do that whole entertainment shit. And it can really just be our own personality too. I feel like a lot of people don't understand that. They feel like they got to put on a character. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, you, you talk that gangster shit, bro. But if you if you really a gangster, bro, we already know. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to you don't gotta tell <laughs> yeah. us. You feel me? Like, you, mm-hmm. you talk about that shit all throughout your music. You don't really got to tell us how many niggas you killed. You know what I'm saying? People yeah, you can be really got that. We going to know. <laughs> right, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, soul, yeah. Be yourself. Just be yourself. Me, I'm a, I'm a chill dude. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm from East Oakland, but I'm not on that shit, bro. You feel me? Like, I'm outside trying to live my life like everybody else. Get home safely. <laughs> you feel me? Like, stay dangerous, but get home safely. You feel me? Like, yeah. I feel that, though. Because a lot of times, you know, I'm, I'm way out the way. Like, not, not in terms of, like, distance, but, like, when I go out in public, when I go into events, I'm literally in the corner. And that, that's because I, I be chilling. I'd be literally chilling. Like, people be like, you good? Like, you, you, you all right? And be like, I'm chill. I'm like this everywhere. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm chilling. Like, I'll be by myself. Off to the, not talking to a soul. People be like, oh, like, you know, I, I don't know what people think of me. They'd be like, maybe he just don't really fuck with nobody. Maybe he just, like you said, had a bad day. But no, I literally just honestly be chilling. Mind my own damn business. <laughs> right, then you can, then you already know this. Yeah. If you chilling, you chilling. <laughs> it is, yeah, that's what it is. Like, but I feel like I'm a chill dude, so I bring that, like you said, that chillness to everything. Like, I don't like the stress. Like, I'm not gonna go looking for problems. I'm not gonna go trying to find problems. Bro, straight up, bro. Like, keep that shit playing at all costs, baby boss. I'm not outside trying to look for shit to get into. It's like you really bored. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> go read a book. How about that? You know what I'm saying? Like. Stay your ass up in the house, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't need to be outside. You're too bored. You feel me? Like, you're asking for problems. You're really looking for some shit to pop out. <laughs> I don't understand it, but you feel me? Like I said earlier, it's not for me to understand. <laughs> you know? You said, keep it pushing. Keep it playing at all costs. I like that. That's you playing at all costs, bro. Like, that's really, man, that's really the motto. They need to know. They need yeah. to know. <laughs> Put it on the tunes, though. Yep. All right. So, how do you? How important do you feel like collaboration is to your creative process? It's like this: we all need each other as human beings, right? Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, how are you gonna have art by yourself? You you don't make beats. You need somebody for production, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you don't write, you need a songwriter. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, collaboration is everything. You got to you got to have people in a part of your process. Like, I'll, I'll say this for example because we just brought up bro earlier. Like mm-hmm. Poofy, bro, he's the surgeon, bro. You know what I'm saying? He can break it down. Like you feel me? Yep. He can break it down, build it back up. You know what I'm saying? And walk off the beat so smooth with it, bro. You mm-hmm. feel me? I'm not like that. Mm-hmm. I bring the player elements to this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I make you, damn, bro. That shit was smooth. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like pussy yeah. player too. Don't get me wrong, bro. That's mm-hmm. a real player with his shit. But it's just like it's a it's a difference. You know what I'm saying? He can do certain things that I can't. I can do certain things that bro can't. Mm-hmm. Like we all we all need those aspects of shit. You feel me? Like, let's say this. When have you ever expected Rick Ross to sing to sing a hook? Never. I'm not, I'm not looking at Ross for notice. When have you ever expected Meek Mill to sing, like actually sing a hook? You don't expect these. <laughs> he'll, he'll fuck around and skip the hook before he sings. 
You need collaboration. It loop that bitch back one time before he seen the hook. <laughs> bro, you, you need collaboration. Bro, come on now. Like, and, and collaboration is so important to me, though, too, because, like, first, I feel like before I was, like, like the rapper or, like, the, the, the singer-songwriter, I was the vibe curator. I knew what I wanted to hear. I knew who I'd sound good or pair better with on certain records. I know what beats match, matches certain people's voices that they don't even know that they could do something on that beat. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like collaboration is everything. And I feel like for me, that's a key element to my music. I'm not going to sit here and make a song by myself. I can. Yeah. I, mean, I do all the time, but like, what's the fun in that? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, all it's right. the music business, but the art's supposed to be fun. Straight up. Straight up. And it's like, like you said, like, there's going to be something in the process at some point of the creative process or marketing process or whatever that you can't do, right? That you just don't have the skill set or you don't have the experience or you don't have, like, you know, like the social power. Like, I don't know enough people, right? Or I don't have a venue. I'm going to need to. You know, link with a promoter or somebody who can literally throw a show for me, you know, or even if I don't need to link with a promoter, I need to link with whoever's running that spot. Like, you know, like at some point, you're going to need to link with somebody to do something, whether it be get on a hook, you know, you know, uh, create some content, book a show, whatever it is, like, it's impossible to do this all alone. You can try, you can try, but you're going to need some help sometime. Man. Definitely gonna be surprised. <laughs> like, oh, before before we stop talking about collaboration, yeah. My favorite song right now, mm. and it's out of the base, to be honest, too. Too many goats, burner, Rick mm. Ross, mm. Nas, mm. Jada Kiss, mm. and the one dude that's singing on there. And I did not expect any of those dudes to sing. <laughs> none of those rappers I was not expecting to hear them sing and that's what I'm saying like you need collaboration you feel me you need collaboration yeah. bro you need to bring some shit out honestly man come on. come on bro <laughs> really bring some shit out I mean I mean what part of the process do you think you focus the most on collaborating on um as far as like like during like the uh, making of the music or like what yeah, anything honestly like I said like from the creation of the idea to like all right like you said if you wanted to be the curator and like you wanted to do that for your own music right that could be a point in time or if you wanted to be like hey like I got the music already like I'm trying to shoot a video I need a videographer I need a director I need somewhere to put it on right or I'm trying to throw a show like I need to link with these guys what process do you think that you focus more on, most on to be like, yo, I need to get this person to work with me to do this. I'd say personally, I say the packaging. Mm. And what I mean by that is this, right? Because it, it is a process, right? I want to know, before I open up this gift box, am I going to shake it and feel what's in this motherfucker? Or am I going, you know what I'm saying? Not really know what's inside for real. Yeah. I like when when I collaborate with people. I I personally like to like take people into my world. Mm. You know what I'm saying, and and I know that could be hard for a lot of people, because you know, like not everybody is accustomed to everything everybody's accustomed to, obviously. But and, and don't get me wrong, like people ask me to hop on their stuff all the time, and I do. But when when I want to curate a vibe. I'll bring them into my world, meaning like the beats that I choose, the selection like that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I make sure the production is fire because I'm not going to ask nobody to get on something that I think is weak or like. And, and let me not even say that I'm I'm not going to ask nobody to get on something that I don't think they would like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> that's one way I started off. Or the other way I started off is I hear something that I really really like. And you know, you will hear artists all the time be like, oh, this artist was sound clean on that. I do that. But then I get I get real technical with it. I'm like, okay, but what flows can they do on this? And then mm. I think about stuff like that. I think about what they can actually do on a 16 or a hook before mm. I even get to fix my mouth to ask them to hop on something like this. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, 
that that key element for me is one of the most important pieces because it can always make or break a song. You know what I'm saying? The energy that I give off, the presence that I give off, you know what I'm saying, is one of the most important things to me while I'm making a record. So you feel me? If I feel like a, another artist is going to sound well on this shit, I'm going to like... I'm gonna put this shit in a pot, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna think about that shit for like a few weeks before mm-hmm. I even listen. I'm like, yeah, like that sound hard on this for sure. All right, yeah. I'm not gonna ask him right now though. Like yeah. I work, I work on you feel me? Like working yeah. on something totally different. And I'd be like, man, let me just ask him today. Like, <laughs> let's do it. And it, and they're like, it's everything that I wanted or more because you know what I'm saying? I I understood that. Within that time period, what what I what I wanted from them, and mm-hmm. I won't ever tell an artist, "Hey, do this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. I'll tell them to do themselves and be themselves. Yeah, and somehow magically, shout out shout out to God too, because I I don't know where this comes from, but they always deliver. Every time, every time, right? Easy delivery, you know. Yeah. This shit, Amazon, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> same day, same day, thirty minutes delivered. Of the street. <laughs> <laughs> right, bro, right. You feel me? Like they deliver, and that's like that's the important part. And then for me, like, which I kind of like, I'm not gonna say I struggle with. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely in my head a lot with is music videos because I want, I want the treatments to be like well written. I want to have everything already thought about. And then I want to make sure I have the budget. And then not even just that, like, yeah, like all that stuff will come when it comes. But I want to make sure I have the place locked in. I want to make sure like the models is going to be correct. I want to make sure the dancers are going to be there and good looking, you know what I'm saying, and ready to perform. And I want to make sure like all these things, certain things happen. Like you'll probably see over the summer, like when I start releasing music videos, how how my shit looks. But like for real, like I, I I take pride and time into that now because before I didn't, and like my videos was just like look any old type of way, they always came out good. Don't get me wrong, but like again, the pandemic it changed my perception mm-hmm. and everything. So now I'm just like okay, it has to be like this. It can't be any other type of way. Like you feel me? It's really just packaging. You know what I'm saying? Like everything has to be represented well and right. It can't, like, I'm not going to say it has to be perfect. Nothing's ever perfect. But it just has to be represented well and executed in the right way, for real, for real. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, it's it's like you said, it's, it's a package. Like, there's just so many things that go into it on so many different aspects that, like, you got to make sure the vibe is curated right through everything you know everything has to have a consistent vibe because if, if it's not like if you lead everything up to the video like you said the video is off you technically drop the ball right so you gotta make sure the vibe is consistent all the way through and maybe just maybe you know you'll hit enough, enough consistent points and you'll be straight with it you know most definitely most definitely yeah but you know um i like to thank you for coming on you know sharing your perspective you know, giving the people a little bit insight into Chauncey Jones. Um, I got one more question for you. You up for it? That was that. When it's all said and done, what do you want to be remembered by when you leave this earth? Man, it's my fucking Chauncey Jones, baby. On the smig, me, you know, I'll fuck with you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I keep that same energy. The vibe curated. <laughs> You got to curate the vibes, bro. Like, it's really all about the vibes at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You got you got to. Like, if you, if your vibe is, you know what I'm saying, I'm on some grungy, dirty shit, then have that be that. Mm-hmm. If, your, if your vibe is on some pretty preppy shit, have that be that. But be yourself and curate the hell out of your vibe. Because mm-hmm. what people don't understand is when you look at the aesthetics of certain artists, you know whether you want to be a fan or not subconsciously and you feel me and 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 i and i understand that it's hard for artists you know what i'm saying sometimes they don't know who they want to be sometimes they're not sure if they want to be themselves or somebody else mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying so like yeah. we 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 as artists we we have to know 
you know what I'm saying? It's 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 no other way around it. You just gotta know. You gotta know. You really gotta um believe in yourself, be confident in your shit. You feel me? Like don't don't waste the opportunity just because you wasn't ready. Make the make the shit happen for yourself. So that way, you know what I'm saying, even if it is a loss in that moment, you didn't lose the war. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like you can learn, look at that shit like it's football film, you know what I'm saying? Study the plays. Run those plays back. All right, cool. Now I know what to do for next time. You feel me? Like, believe in yourself. Be confident. But curate the vibe for real, for real, bro. And last but not least, keep that shit playing all costs, baby boss. You feel me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thank y'all for supporting the platform. I'm going to leave it to Mr. CJ Chauncey Jones to tell y'all what he got coming up rest of the year. Tell him. Yeah, man. So, um... I will be dropping a project called Soul Food and Spades. Comes out this summer. I'm not gonna say the date yet, but just trust and believe. Summer of 2022, it will be out. The White Wine music video will be out. It will do numbers. Shout out to Larry June. Numbers. You feel me? But hey man, look, listen, dog. I I got so much new music in the works and I'm ready for the world to hear it. Shout out to you, Ryan. You feel me? Around the hype, you know what I'm saying? You you one of the first people to get around the hype of what I got going on this summer and what I'm about to do in the future. So you feel me? This is a big honor, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate you, bro, for real, for real. And, yeah, man, you feel me? Humble as I want to be today, but why? I, I promise you, when I when I when I get like to like superstardom, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be a cocky bastard, bro. But I promise I'm gonna still be humble as fuck, bro. I know that it makes sense. But trust me, it's gonna work. <laughs> you gotta get the highs with the highs and the lows with the lows. You feel me? Right. That's how you get the balance coming in. You gotta time keep place for everything. Time plays for everything. Most definitely. <laughs> but uh, with that being said, it's peace and love, everybody. I'll catch y'all next time.